excuse me while Frankie drinks my beer. Hello, and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 45. Today, we're talking about being overwhelmed, which I am guessing is a feeling a lot of us can relate to right now. Yeah, I mean, it's January. It's January is january pretty hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Monday of the year, so they say. Ah, I get it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, before we dive in, I will remind you that we also have a companion Substack, letterstomroadpod.com. We'll take you there. You can read two letters per week. You can get them delivered to your inbox if you'd like to give us your email address. That doesn't cost anything. If you'd like to support us, you can become a pen pal. It's $5 per month, $40 for the year, or $100 the year at the founding member level. And that gives you access to our pen pals Discord where we chat with our friends. And we do something fun about once a month, like a virtual game night or a virtual happy hour. Yeah, maybe we need to have like tea time this month. For Ooh, I like tea January. time. That sounds fun. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. <laughs> I think that sounds like a great idea. Mostly we hang out, we chat, we talk about travel destinations, RV stuff sometimes, books a lot, and all yeah. kinds of stuff. It's, yep, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, we really appreciate all of our pen pals. We do. It's an awesome group. And, uh, you know, it's the only way that Letters from the Road is supported at all. We don't have any ads. We don't plan to have any ads in the near future. But those pen pal donations uh, really show us that you care. Indeed. Keep us going. Keep the lights on here in the RV. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> I guess not light. We didn't have any problem with lights this week. Not this time. Water. We had problems with water. But we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, Clay? Uh, this is. I think you have a different one, maybe. I did. I grabbed the athletic. Okay, but this is a new one. This yeah. is I have never seen this before. But this is also a non alcoholic IPA. Yeah. This is Samuel Adams, a classic. Just the haze. Hazy IPA. And um it tastes more like a hazy than any NA hazy I've ever had. It's like actually has that like almost like juicy hoppiness. Yeah. It's good. It almost makes me think like they added some like sweetener or corn syrup to this because it is so like full of like juiciness. Like it's a New England IPA. So, I mean, I guess Sam Adams, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's really freaking good. <laughs> Honestly, like prefer it to the athletic. That's high praise. Yeah. I like the really athletic is. still a little bit better. It's a little like lighter. I mean, I've always been I'm, like. I'm drinking the free wave. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kind of beside myself with how good this I is. I thought that like, Best Days tasted pretty similar to that it's that pretty, we had at the good. ski lodge. That was good. It was one step below this, but yeah. it was similar. Yeah, I Definitely. was like, oh, if you like that, you're going to like the Sam Adams I got. Yeah, it's like, I've always kind of thought of like Sam Adams as a classic and delicious and my literal grandfather's beer. <laughs> I always like the Jim winter lager. Jim loved Sam Adams. <laughs> I always love their winter lager though. Their winter lager is good. And 
I don't know what they do to this, like I said, but yeah, it's just, I mean, give it a try. If you think you don't like NA beer. Try this. Try this. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Yeah. If you like IPAs. Yeah, for it sure. It actually tastes like an IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got the Athletic that Clay had last week, the Free Wave Hazy. Mm-hmm. It's classic. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely good. I think we're, it's crazy that we're getting to be picky about our craft non-alcoholic beers. It's so nice that we can. <laughs> For a long time, I was just glad I had something that tasted somewhat like beer. Yeah. Some other good ones, if you're looking and, and you have different options where you are, are the Lagunitas mm-hmm. IPA, the IP- NIPA. N-A. Yeah. Or NI, yeah. IP- IPNA. IPNA. <laughs> it's really good. That's a classic one. Really uh, I think the Corona non-alcoholic is really good. Yeah, for it sure. It just tastes like Corona. Yeah. It's good. Which, I mean, that kind of says something about Corona, too. I, but it's fine. <laughs> it's great for a summer day. It totally is. I And I really like the Guinness non-alcoholic. Yeah. It, it's, it feels like Guinness. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close to a Guinness. I, it's know. not exactly right, but it's like mm-hmm. I still probably prefer the all-out stout from, from, from Athletic. From Athletic. But, yeah, uh, it's a little better flavor. But, but Guin- the Guinness, like, I like the texture. But like Guinness draw, like yeah. in those cans, is always kind of like a very low flavor stout in my opinion it's good though it's a good experience like it yeah. feels like you're drinking a guinness mm-hmm. anyway yeah, those yeah. are some of our favorites drink non-alcoholic beer guys it's great like if you it's a great way to cut back on so when we're not doing dry january we still often have non-alcoholic beer around for a few reasons one to stay hydrated but still get to drink some beer mm-hmm. two we like beer and other Alcohol and treats. We've talked about this. We love a treat. Mm-hmm. And we have a tendency to think we deserve a treat most nights. And I mean, don't we? Having a beer every night isn't the best when you're getting old. So <laughs> I'm 38. <laughs> so it's nice to have any beer around for, you know, the weeknights when you just want to, you want to still wanna have a beer with your dinner or like after work, but mm-hmm. you know, you don't need a real beer or during work. Or during work. I know. Oh, my God. When Athletic made that rise. Um, yeah. The oh coffee. God, the coffee stuff. one. That, that's caffeine. actually probably my favorite. Oh, I wish they still made that. Non-alcoholic so, beer so, I've ever So, so, so good. It's so good. And it actually had caffeine in it. So I would drink that like during work meetings sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from exactly. home. Yeah. Just pour it in a cup. Yeah. Like, it's uh, non-alcoholic. It's great. But it's. It's nice to have all these things. And as far as like the non-alcoholic liqueurs, I think those are coming along. I need to try some more of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. I, they, we, we tried some of like the first round of like seed lip. I liked one of them, but not all three that we had gotten. Yeah. Um, the like herbally one, the was, good, one though. was good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one was really good in like a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think because I think a lot of mocktails are good without like, a, you don't really need a liquor replacement. Mm-hmm. You can kind of just have your mixers and you're probably fine. Yeah, totally. But those are those are the things that we like. But yeah, another thing that's really f- nice to do with uh, with um like a non-alcoholic beer or non-alcoholic drink is that if you still do like to drink alcohol is to kind of alternate. We did, I used to do yeah. like game night a lot. Totally. Like I'd have like a regular beer and then I'd have an NA beer and then I'd have it like just cuz like if you are in a situation where you have a tendency to keep drinking through the night, mm-hmm. but you're and I drink not fast. wanting to like feel bad mm-hmm. or you know have ill effects from it. It's nice to just alternate. So we keep them around. They're good. Totally. And I know I said at the beginning of the show that we don't do ads, but if one of those like 
Z-Biotics or whatever that's supposed to keep you from getting a hangover wants to advertise with us, you know, maybe hook <laughs> us up. <laughs> no. I'm just I don't kidding. want I'm something like that where you like <laughs> take it and then like drink a bunch of No. Right. No, I'm going to avoid getting a hangover by not drinking enough to get a hangover. <laughs> yeah. It's so true actually. But I will say kombucha prior helps prior to alcohol, kombucha prior to alcohol. Try also it, drinking it. plenty of water helps cuz I have yeah. definitely been hungover from like a glass of wine. When I didn't have enough water or I mean, enough sleep. Definitely, especially red wine. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. Keep hydrated, folks. Yeah. Anyway, that's our little ad for <laughs> non-alcoholic drinks. And we are still in Leavenworth. Um, Clay was not in Leavenworth this week. That so sad. Listen, it was a rough week, man. <laughs> <laughs> I flew to North Carolina. Yeah, you did. It was all right. I mean, people there thought it was cold. Oh my God, friends. So I think when we recorded last week, it was negative eight degrees at that time and it got worse and it got harder. Yeah. And RVs aren't made for that. The shit hit the fan. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't. The The shit was frozen. Yeah. I was going to say the fans probably barely worked and the shit wasn't hitting anything. (sighs) I don't know where we went wrong, but (laughs) Clay left and when he left, things seemed fine. But it just stayed too cold for too long, I think, is what happened. Like, the skirting was holding up pretty well. But at a certain point, it just, like, the temperature under the rig just got too cold and stayed cold. And so we froze. didn't have my natural hotness keeping it warm. Well, so one night we ran out of propane. And, like, our propane bottles were, like, freezing. So we were having to change them before they were empty. Mm -hmm. It was weird. And then... I didn't know that could happen. I mean, I, I guess I did. But I've only ever seen it happen with like the little green ones. Yeah. So this is like what was happening. They were yeah. like freezing up. And mm-hmm. so they'd freeze up in the middle of the night. And then our furnace wasn't working. And we'd have to like go switch it early in the morning. But if like if we didn't switch it early enough, the thing would be like our water into our kitchen sink in the girls' bathroom would be frozen. Yep. And so for almost an entire week... The water was frozen <laughs> every morning. <laughs> I had to like wait for it to thaw in the afternoon. And then. And then. And then. I was doing dishes on like Thursday night. And I think it was Thursday. I think it was Wednesday because we were trying to play D&D. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. I think so. I was doing dishes and the sink was full. And like. And I just like did the, all the dishes and I went to drain the water and I realized, oh, this gray tank is full. No biggie. I'll go dump it. <laughs> it was frozen shut. And around the same time, the kids were like, our bathroom tank is full. No biggie. I'll dump it. It was also frozen shut. Two strikes. They luckily, were... this rig has four tanks. <laughs> luckily, there's another bathroom and luckily... I, uh, so for, from Wednesday through, when did it finally unfreeze? Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Sat- Wednesday like through I, like Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I was like doing dishes in a bowl and dumping the water down the toilet in our room, which is the one that wasn't frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might've been Sunday actually. Yeah. It was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't unfreeze until Sunday. Yeah. I don't think we even checked on Saturday actually. <laughs> oh my. Well, I was looking at the temperature anyway. Yeah. It was a treat. 
and so then Clay was gone for all this. I had to <laughs> get the propane tanks refilled, which is no big deal. The KOA was really nice and came and picked them up for me. And I'm capable of hauling the propane tanks around. It's fine. It was just like one thing after another. <laughs> yep. After another. I didn't sleep while I kept waking up worried stuff was breaking. Um, it seems like we haven't really had any damage from it all except that like gosh knock on wood. when the snow sits on top of our wardrobe slide it like leaks around the slide so that's fun yeah i think the seals just aren't like situated right honestly so that's a fun thing so you know like waking up to like wet carpet next to the bed and it's not that bad <laughs> it's not that good <laughs> So the verdict, friends, is that uh, we did winter camping, so you don't have to. Um, I actually would say do it. This person who was not here this last week. Okay, 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 Okay. do it, but not in Sub-Zero and not for months and months on end. Yeah. That's kind of my verdict. Yeah, it's... Unless you're, I don't even know what kind of rig would do better. Like, a rig is fine. It's just, we had the tank heaters on. Like, mm-hmm. it's just nothing. Negative 15 is, is bad. Like, houses around here were freezing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was, like, it just wasn't getting warm during the day at all. Like, the temperature wasn't moving much. So, it wasn't, like, you weren't getting that thaw out during the day. Apparently, this happened last year in January, too, though. Yay, we have that to look forward to if we ever come back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we decided if we do ever come back, it's going to be to stay in a house for the winter, not not in an RV. Yup, I think so. <laughs> That's a one and done for us, folks. But anyway, we're going to enjoy the rest of our time here. Oh, uh, yeah. So the way I dealt with my problems was to just say, fuck it, and take the kids skiing. I mean, yeah. And when it was cold, the nice thing that we had was really good snow. So uh, Yeah, I was jealous. Yeah, got some amazing powder on a nearly empty mountain on Thursday. So fun. So effing fun. It was still fun when we went back on Saturday. Yeah. yeah it, it I sounds went skiing like you guys a had a great Thursday. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Clay got back Friday late. Mm-hmm. Although not as late as no, it I know. Back. That was nice. Yeah. There's a shuttle in case you're ever wanting to come over this way from Seattle. If you fly into SeaTac, there's a shuttle that'll take you into the Wenatchee Valley. Mm-hmm. And um, doesn't take you straight to Leavenworth, but like close by. It takes you to Pashastin, which mm-hmm. is pretty close. I saw the Leavenworth like taxi picking people up from the shuttle. Mm-hmm. So you can arrange it. Right. It's not really Uber. <laughs> no, it was a good trip. It was a good like work trip. I enjoyed North Carolina. My new office that I'm going to be at a few times a year mm-hmm. is um, kind of in between Charlotte and Asheville. It's a beautiful section of the country that I haven't spent nearly enough time in. And I want to go there sometime when I can actually hike when it's not dark right after work. Yeah, I think that's, ha- that's coming. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. Yeah. I was jealous of that rock gym. It looked pretty cool. It was good. It was a riveter Yeah. Um, near Asheville. And they have a good like indoor climbing gym and like an outdoor bike park. That's cool. Which I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself out there, but it looked really fun. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it was a little pricey, like 25 bucks for a day pass. Yeah, that is a little pricey. But but it was really good. There was like, all I did was boulder and I had more than enough stuff that was like my level, which is like up to V2 basically these days. Um, So not 
not very high level, but there was a lot of stuff and it was like interesting stuff too. I like it when the setters do good setting at the lower levels. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So yeah, I would highly recommend if you're in that area, check out Riveter for sure. Sweet. The girls and I just skied and skied, and then we, you and I went went to the mountain on Saturday for a date, and then mm-hmm. I went skiing again today. Because why not? I thought the snow might be better on the mountain than it was down here. It was not. Yeah. It's really wet. Really, really wet and windy. Kind of shitty and still really fun. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't go today. Whatever, man. <laughs> if we lived closer, I there wouldn't be a day I didn't go. I know. It's too fun. That's anyway. A, that's fine. That's good for you. Uh, so that's what we've been up to. You. Uh, we'll continue our kind of summer of 22 recap. I was going to say Northeast, but we really like this is the week where we like left the Northeast. Yes, that's true. So leaving Apple Island, we left on Friday night, which we do sometimes if we have like a big weekend drive coming up. We'll kind of leave Friday after work and go to like a harvest host or something just to be like kind of on our way. The idea is that we could like be hitched up and kind of in travel mode. Mm-hmm. The place we went, we were not able to stay hitched up. It was the most unlevel site we've ever tried to figure out how to park on. I mean, uh, can you call it a site? It, it was, was just like along their road the or side driveway. Of the road. Yeah. yeah. But it was really beautiful. We went to Four Maples Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in New York, just like right over the border from Vermont. Right by Lake Champlain there still, but like a little further and like very close to Canada. Oh, yeah. So like, you like drive along the border going there. Yeah. The like state highway that you take to get there is literally like on the left side of the road because we were driving west. Yeah. Was the U.S. Like yes. off the right side of the sh- Like there yeah. was, you know, a little bit of a ditch and then it was Canada. Yeah. Like you just like walked into the cornfields and totally. Canada. Yeah. Uh, so Which that was kind cool. of interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, the winery was good. I thought the wine was pretty good. And they had this cream liqueur that they made that was so good. Yeah, it was really tasty. So it was really tasty. It was fun. Like, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. It was, like, beautiful scenery there. Mm-hmm. All it very... It was basically, like, their house. Yeah. It was a little weird. Yeah, but it was... But, like, like, in a good way. It was fun. It was fun to they meet They were really them. friendly. Yeah. I was, like, trying to do some work or something. So I was, like, in and out. I remember... Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was like, it was fun. It was a good spot once we got situated with the rig. <laughs> yeah, I had a really like good conversation. I can't remember the details of it. It was a couple of years ago now, but um, good conversation with yeah, the he was Canadian, right? Owner, yep. Mm-hmm. But like in that oh, no, area. He was for- European, but like he mm, lived in Canada. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I interesting perspective. I can't remember what part of Europe he was from, darn it. I, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I want to say like Belgium or something, but I could be wrong. Something like that. Yeah. Something like Germany adjacent. Yes. It was really good. Definitely, you know, not like Locatelli level amazing wine. Uh, but not bad though. Not bad at all. Not that South Carolina vineyard. No, 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 no. Not like sweet fruit wines. No. No. No, it was good. It was like, and it was just pleasant mm, very um but yeah except for the whole like unhitching and getting on like all the trying to get level and stuff we i don't think we need to go on a, i yes. thought about going on a tangent about the cougar again but like we've done it <laughs> oh about how much less fun it is to take to those places oh just to having try to get and level. move fast with it is just blech yeah yeah it took us forever to get set up we wasted We're, an hour if we'd had the airstream we would have just like 
been yeah, like, this cares? is close enough. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and we might have tried to f- finesse it a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which reminds me, actually, uh, before we get back into the Airstream, I want to get the level mate calibrated. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk talk about that another time. But yeah, the level <laughs> mate pro. The level mate pro is a cool thing. We need to record familiar. it on the podcast. So I, when I listen back, I'll remember. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think when we first uh, started traveling in the Airstream and trying to harvest host with it and like driving around behind, uh, what was that? Something X in California. Slash X Ran. Yeah, Slash that's X a, That's a nice harvest host. It is. And we drove. <laughs> it's just funny because Jason and Abby just like, yeah, this is good and parked. And we were like driving around for 10 more minutes, like trying to find a perfectly level spot where we wouldn't have when, done hitch or anything. When honestly, like with the Airstream, we didn't need to do that. It's like you get obsessed with trying to get it green, though. It's so true. <laughs> it's an app on your phone, but you put the thing in the rig, and it tells you if by looking at your phone if your rig is level, which is like kind of great because you can like, especially if you're trying not to unhitch or something, you can drive around and find the most level spot and like yep. not have to go on blocks or whatever. Yeah, especially if you're not like in a specific site or something. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. like a place like a harvest host or mm-hmm. something. Yep. So. Useful for that kind of stuff, for sure. Or like to know how many blocks you need to put under the wheels or whatever. Yeah, that's true, too. Or if it's like within Anderson block level, like range. So we spent a night there, and then we went to Niagara, and we stayed at the Niagara Distillery. Is that what it's called? Niagara Distilling? Let me pull it up. Um, I looked at it. It's definitely Niagara and something about distilling. (laughs) Anyway, it was... I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, Niagara Distilling. Super pleasant. Uh, yeah, I liked the liquor. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. We took one home, didn't we? Niagara Craft Spirits. That's what it was. Okay. Distillery and tasting room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were very nice. Um, they did a really nice tasting with us. I think we also got a cocktail. I can't remember. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we liked the spirits. They were good. And it was like a interesting little storefront. Yeah. The parking was... was super level. It was great because we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one time we actually wanted to unhitch... We had a perfectly level spot. I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> but we unhitched anyway because we wanted to go into town. And if you've listened, I, I want to say it was back in episode like 17 or something. The one about wind, I think is the one it's in. I'll have to figure it out and like link it. Mm-hmm. We've talked about our experience on Made of the Mist. So I don't know oh, if we need yeah. to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but we did go down and do Made of the Mist. In Niagara. Yes, which, which is the you, boat that takes you like up to the Niagara, Niagara Falls and Horseshoe Falls. Which I did when I was about eight years old when we went out to Rochester for my We drank wedding. first and we did not eat dinner. I want to put this out there. Okay, fair enough. And it was hot. Yes. Anyway, I loved it when I was a kid. I thought you all would love it. Uh, the kids loved it. Yeah. I did not love it, friends. <laughs> It's I so did cool. not You're like love it. Inside a waterfall, practically. I know it's mortifying and terrifying, and I get sensory overload very easily, and it did not go well for me. Mm-hmm. There are people everywhere. I was wearing a poncho. I can't handle wearing a poncho. But they've been running that thing for how long? Oh, I don't know. Years and years and years. Yeah. Since like way before the when sensation I did it of when wearing I was a, a poncho when it's hot, having waited in line for a long time. There's like rocking of the boat, the misting and the the spraying of the waterfalls Mm -hmm. and people all around me pushing into me. I cannot handle it. 
it's it's definitely a lot. But it was cool in a way. Uh, the kids loved it. Clay loved it. I it wasn't for me. But the falls were pretty. I loved the view from like the land. And then we went to the world's worst Thai restaurant. Oh, this has to get a mention, but I don't remember what it's called. It was in a motel, so just don't get Thai food from a motel in Niagara. So, I don't know. I'll see if I can find the name of it. I think you ordered it, like, on DoorDash or something. I think so, up. yeah. You'll probably find it there. Um, We were starving. It took longer to get on the boat than it was supposed to. We walked back to our car, and we were like, oh, should we get something downtown here? But everything looked, like, expensive and not that good, and, like, not like the kids would like it. Yeah. I think the we kids had actually eaten. Downtown. I can't remember when we were in the distillery. I, we fed them something before we left, yeah, but we, we hadn't didn't. eaten. Yep. We should have just gotten something downtown, but we were like, oh, we're going to have to wait a while. Anyway, let's just pick up takeout on the way home. Thai food sounds good. Okay, great. Yeah. So we went to pick it up, and we pull up, and it's like, oh, this is in like a CV motel. Yep. And I <laughs> actually, when I saw that, I was kind of like, uh, it could eh, be really good or really pro- bad. It's probably good. <laughs> you know? like It's going to go one of two ways. And it was awful. Oh, my gosh. My curry tasted like dirty dishwater. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was, I was so I, hungry and also like so disgusted I couldn't eat it. I actually ate all of mine. And we were like weirdly low on food. I, mm-hmm. Like it was just a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awful. But. Oh God. And then like everything was closed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, eat first. Yeah. Don't go to that Thai place. That's no. my, that's my advice. Sure. If it's even still open. So those are the tips there. And then. We booked it to Ohio because we were making it back to the Midwest. Yeah, it's actually not like, west. I mean, New York's a big state, so it was quite a drive, but like... It, was, it wasn't too bad, yeah. It wasn't too bad. I mean, we, nothing in the east is that We far. went to Punderson State Park in Ohio. Uh, it was lovely. It was one of these things where we were just there because it was where we... It was like on the way mm-hmm. to where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't... There wasn't anything really like special about it to us other than like it was a state park near where we wanted to be. Oh, actually, I take that back. Mm-hmm. It was, we went to a national park that week. Yeah, it was by Cuyahoga. <laughs> the Valley. most forgettable national park. Yeah, we completely forgot. <laughs> That's why we stayed there. Yeah. But actually, I liked the state park better than the national park. Which happens a lot, actually. But man, Cuyahoga was a disappointment. I don't know. Maybe we just didn't go to the right parts. I'm sure there's good parts. We just missed them. It we, was just. We didn't do a good job at it. I was like, what is this? Why is this a national park? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a person who likes some of the weird, obscure ones. I'm a person who likes some of the small ones. Yeah. People like to shit on some of the East Coast ones. I like them. Like, yeah. I, it, man, I, someone was like listing their least favorite national parks and they put Petrified Forest as their least favorite national park. And I was like, no, I love Petrified Forest. So Petrified Forest is weird. It's a anyway. one day park, it's yeah. a drive through park, yeah. but it's great in that way. You just have to know what to expect. Yeah. But anyway, Cuyahoga was like, we did a hike and it was like along a road. Like it mm-hmm. was nothing. Yeah. State Park was better, like truly, than what we did in Cuyahoga. It was. But it was like gorgeous weather that week. Not too hot for Ohio in the summer. But the State Park was lovely. It was on a lake. We had a site that was full hookups. Randomly. And like very reasonably priced. No, there's a whole section of full hookups there. There's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I was able to get us a full hookup site. It was like a really easy back in. It was on the like uh, on the lake. Mm-hmm. We set up the gazelle with like a view of the lake. Uh, it was really pretty, and it was. we 
also like randomly decided to eat dinner at the lodge there one night and it was really nice yeah actually it was good i expected it to be like fun but it was good it was really pleasant. Like I it was actually good food. It was like very like down home cooking. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it was, but it was I think good. I got a steak. Probably I that never, would be. I never get a but steak. But that would be the thing like, to get there. Yeah, like it was, it was my. I can't remember what I got, but it, it was felt, good. It felt like an old like supper club almost. Uh, yeah, like almost like a Wisconsin supper yeah, club kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the server was really nice. Like it was like on the lake. It was really pretty. Like really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like it was just an enjoyable week aside from Cuyahoga. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was fun. The kids rode bikes around. There was a good playground. Yeah, it was just a really pleasant, like, I took some run, like, took, like, tried out my new trail runners. There. Yeah. You did? Thought so. Maybe. Might be thinking of a different place, but I Might thought I did. Probably is. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was, a, it was just a, yeah, really pleasant week. I think we had pretty good weather, too. Like, I remember, like, there's some really pretty pictures of, like, the string lights being up mm-hmm. and, like, setting up dinner on the picnic yeah. tables. So much of how much we like a place has to do with the weather while oh we were there. Oh my God. Way too much. <laughs> it's true. Oh, we just needed to chase good weather. Oh my goodness, yes. I don't know. Sometimes we have like slightly less good weather and I still really like the place, but the weather helps. Yeah, sure does. We had very nice weather there. This was like probably early August. Mm, now you're quizzing me. That's tough. No, it was because okay, I, I was looking right. at the harvest host. Okay, it was like the first cool. week of August. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it was good. It was a, I, I would recommend that park. It was a great little getaway. Yeah. Good vibes. Easy to get around. It was nice. not at all overwhelming. It was very no, relaxing. It was very relaxing. I was not overwhelmed that week at all. Actually, I was because I was dealing with work stuff, but that's. Oh, well. Whole other thing. Whole other question, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, with the weather. Yeah. Like, that got overwhelming. Yeah. I can read a letter about being overwhelmed. I think that's a good idea. All right. Let's do it. All right. Dear friend, it's January, as you know. I've seen a meme recently that called it the Monday of the year, and oof, that feels about right. If you're like me, coming into January out of the holidays is a bit of a rude awakening. It's like life's pile of emails that came in over the weekend, and you have to sift through it all and make the to-do lists, and it's hard. It can feel like there's suddenly too much to do. Then a car or home thing will inevitably break or need service because January, and someone in your household will be sick. I'm sorry, these are the rules. I didn't make them. And you want to make plans for the year. You want to dream big and think about all the cool things you'll do. But it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel that is winter. But all you really want to do is ski because if everything has to break, at least there is good snow. Okay, maybe that part is more specific to me. And things pile up. Good things, hard things, all the things. Bills come due, sites glitch, spouses leave for work trips, and kids have to get back in the rhythm of school. It's a lot. Like things are generally not bad, but it's a lot, especially if you add in care and compassion for world events, it can be so easy to get overwhelmed. And I just want to say, I see you, I'm there with you, and we'll make it out to the other side. 
I did text Clay this week to say that we could have been on a beach in Baja this winter as we were dealing with frozen things otherwise known as the consequences of our choices. But I still wouldn't change our winter. Not really. We learned a lot other than just how to ski. And the family time has been amazing and special. I have a tendency to get into a sort of overwhelm paralysis. When there's too much to do, I sort of shut down and want to lay in bed and maybe read a book or just scroll reels. This obviously makes me feel more behind and worse and more overwhelmed. It's not a great cycle. So I want to share with you some things I am doing to make things easier, to ease the sense of everything crashing down. These may or may not work for you, but they've helped me. I found out our Safeway does mobile ordering and grocery pickup is perfect and life-changing and I always forget that until I use it again. Seriously a game changer. I shopped in my PJs while dealing with other home stuff then picked up our groceries this morning. So much less stress. I try to read while I have my coffee in the morning. It used to be a personal development type book in the mornings, but now I let myself read fun books in the morning and it gives me a little time of calm and enjoyment. Maybe only 10 minutes some mornings, but it helps a lot. Taking walks. My dog demands it, but it's good for me too. The time alone or with Clay to clear my mind and step out of the chaos of our tiny house for a minute is delightful. Still getting out the door for fun things like skiing or climbing, even if it feels like a lot to get going. The enjoyment once there is so worth it. The good times together make the stressful moments a bit easier. None of this is earth shattering or new, but it's a reminder to give yourself a break or be kind to yourself. Maybe it's just a reminder that the rest of us are overwhelmed too. And that makes you feel a little bit better. I hope it does. We'll get through it. Spring is coming. See you down the road. Jamie. I loved this letter because it was like so like, yep, everything's shit, but it's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go skiing. Yeah, exactly. It's like when life gives you snow, just go ski. To be fair, I do like deal with the things too. I just like also sometimes say like, you know what? Let's just have some fun. Oh, yes. You, You are very good at dealing with the things. I mean, the whole like paralysis thing is real and like, yeah. That gets me too. Yeah. But I think it, it also like, oh, it compounded because I was gone. Yeah. And like, usually when one of us gets into that state, the other's like, it's okay. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll exactly. Make that, I'll make that phone call for you because exactly. I know sometimes I freaking hate making phone calls and today I'm fine with it. Oh my God. It's sometimes, yeah, it's like who can, who has the capacity for this today? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily time as much as it's like emotional capacity sometimes. Totally. And that's the overwhelmed part. I, it to me, yeah, that was the worst part about you being gone for that long, which to like, I, I used to travel a lot for work. Yep. I was not generally gone for an entire week. It was usually one to three nights. Yeah. Almost. Like everyone, like, Every once like maybe once or twice a year, yeah. I'd be gone that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you can relate to this, and but it, and it was just different then too. You were like shuttling the kids around to different stuff, and oh, like yeah. they were gone at school, but mm-hmm. like they had a, anyway. Yeah, it's a different situation. It was, um, but also similar. And <laughs> I just got so tired of, and I, I know like. I'm very extremely privileged because there are two of us to deal with everything most of the time. And I'm sure I would get used to things. 
I got so exhausted of being in charge of all the things. Mm. Of like mm-hmm. being like everything was riding on me. <laughs> <laughs> like whether or not the lines froze, how to get them propane, all yeah. the house stuff, the well, kids' I mean, school, grocery, it's like normal stuff, but like we usually split those tasks. Well, and the house stuff, and like you said, the car stuff, and oh, hey, guess what? We have new lights on on our dashboard again. We have no fucking clue what's wrong with our truck. <laughs> so yeah, we got to get that figured out. Yeah. Um, the warranty just expired. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. So yeah, things like that pile up, and for some reason, it just always seems to happen in January. It does. <laughs> when it you does. wrote January is Januarying really hard or whatever you wrote. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that made me laugh. Yeah, because it's like, it's all minor stuff. It's all like going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's just like also, oof. And I think I get into the state of overwhelm sometimes like while we're traveling too. I think it can be easy to do because there's a lot of, So one of the best things about traveling to me in an RV especially is you get much more like in the moment. You get much more like dealing with immediate needs and like you kind of, you're managing your like resources and stuff and it kind of like fills up the brain space that can panic about things. So you're you're just like dealing with stuff. that much about the future because like you're doing your day to day. Yes. You're very busy with that stuff and I like that a lot. Yeah. However, when things go awry... Or don't go like you plan them to. Mm-hmm. We roll with it. You, we do, but it can <laughs> be extremely overwhelming. Especially if it seems to be happening over and over again for a while. Right, right. Like, <laughs> if it starts to like, there's been times where like where we've like yeah anyway. feel like a pattern. <laughs> right, if it starts to feel like a pattern. If you start to feel like you can't catch a break, you start to have sight after sight where like. It should have been an easy site to get into and somehow it's taking you forever. Mm-hmm. Like over and over again and over and over and over again. Like that stuff gets so tiring and overwhelming, I think. And I think sometimes the planning can get overwhelming for people. Uh, I, yeah. I enjoy it, but it can be kind of like, oh my God, I have to figure out all this stuff. And there's like 17 different places to get information from. And I mean, you're like the queen of research and even for you sometimes it's like uh this is a lot (laughs) right (laughs) it's like all this stuff can be overwhelming and i think i think that it's just good to remember the stuff that's like good and then things are short term for the most part and they'll get better (laughs) Mm -hmm. and What's the last time you felt really overwhelmed, Clay? Um, like last week. You were at work. I was still feeling overwhelmed about starting a new job. Oh, that's fair. And that's also about the home stuff that I couldn't do shit about. <laughs> but I was feeling bad that you guys were like in a bad situation. Yeah, so I wasn't dealing with it myself. But I was like, yeah, it's hard to be like helpless, right? Like, yeah, like dealing with it. On I've been there. Like, I've been in that spot. Yeah, your behalf, but I couldn't do anything to help. Right, I've totally been on that side. Right, like the time you called me and like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't find my keys. Like, I just like what? 
I mean, that's just kind of funny, but yeah, fair enough. Or like um, we talked about the appliance fi- fiasco, you're calling me and I'm like in Houston. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. like, there's water leaking in the kitchen and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Yep. <laughs> so it's not specific to the RV. It's not. I no. mean, this spe- the specific problems we have had have been related to the RV, but like it, it, things happen no matter what. <sighs> it was, yeah. I just felt bad because I was like, I don't know, like. I have ideas, but like they're probably not going to work either. It's yeah. probably just like, I don't know. It sucks. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Mm. Well, you really take a, a hair dryer to it. And I was like, it's inside. Yeah, but I don't know. People talk <laughs> about like pointing a hair dryer at a section of their wall to thaw the pipe. It might have worked. It was just like, I'm going to point the hair dryer at some insulation that seems yeah. backwards, but yeah. okay. Well, I don't know. It might have worked. I just didn't know where the valve actually was up in there, though. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, regardless, it finally. It finally thawed. It finally thawed. We finally got the tanks dumped. But yeah, it's, <sighs> it's overwhelming to just have all that stuff pile up. Yeah. And. And I mean, you can get overwhelmed with good stuff, too. It can be mm-hmm. like all good stuff. You Starting a new job. Mm-hmm. You know, kids getting into activities. Like yeah. all. Like you can get overwhelmed. Yeah, you can with like, overwhelm yourself with stuff you planned. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I can. <laughs> like yes, why? Why did we think we had can. enough time to do all of this? Oh my god! Or why did I think that we should drive this far this many weekends in a row? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> actually, the drives you don't usually do us, and they're pretty chill for us usually. We often have very good drives. I'm gonna just yep. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We like being in the truck for whatever reason. Like, the whole family does pretty good with it. Yeah, just need to make sure it's, like, roadworthy again God. before we leave town. Yeah, not me looking at, like, cheap cash cars to get while you're... <laughs> <laughs> well, the truck's inevitably going to be in the shop for the rest of the time we're in town. <laughs> oh, gosh, it better not be. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so, fun times. But yeah. I think though there is something to that like being there for each other. Yeah. I mean you know, I spent a lifetime learning that I can't fix all of other people's problems. <laughs> um but like still being there I hope it's helpful. Yeah, talking it out helps, I think. And just like making your lists and Picking off one thing at a time helps. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, like, there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it, like, you can, you know, get through what you can get through. And you're just a human. And, like, you're going to do your best. And then it'll be fine. Yep. We're all dealing with the same, sh- well, not the same shit, but, like. Everyone's got shit. Yep, exactly. What are some, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the times I felt, like, most overwhelmed on the road. and. A lot of times it's been like weather issues and things like that that mm-hmm. have really like done me in. I was thinking about like Joshua Tree when it snowed and stuff. <laughs> God, I was so upset. Yeah, I don't know why because it was kind of magical. Uh, it was, but like also we had to take down stuff. It was like a whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. We messed up plans to hike and climb. It was mm-hmm. like, man, it was rough, I thought. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the times that we've had like accidents or tire issues, oh, yeah. that gets very overwhelming very fast. Um, just 
Florida in general. <laughs> Florida was overwhelming. Florida was overwhelming in an underwhelming way. <laughs> like. Oh, man. That was like a weird winter. I, I still think I might want to try another Florida winter at some point, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't our vibe. Like, it didn't go good for us. I think if we. I mean, there were good parts. Yeah, there definitely were good parts. <laughs> like Everglades was overwhelming. Ooh, Everglades is definitely overwhelming. It's like some national parks are like that. They're just kind of like harsh. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful in its own way. Yeah. Like the wood storks. Oh, that was cool. Those All are the cool. birds there. Those wood storks are like prehistoric. I know. It's amazing. They're so cool. So many cool birds. They look there. like pterodactyls. But like we tried to hike and like I tried a even, couple times to hike. <laughs> even in whatever month it was, February. February. Yeah. It was like Mosquito City. Imagine. And it was so cool seeing the alligators and the crocodiles together. Yeah. Getting like, out on the water is like a must. Oh, definitely. I I loved it. Also, yeah. Don't ever have to like, do that again. It was like overwhelming. Yeah. You're right. It, yeah. It was like weirdly like everything was kind of crashing down, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think our first like fall in Florida. We got kind of tired of moving so fast and opted to stay at Fort Wilderness instead of driving down to the Keys. Yeah, We were just tired of driving and also loving the crap out of being in a fancy Harvey Park. (laughs) (laughs) We took our little camping trailer to (laughs) a fancy Harvey Park. And we're like, ooh, this is nice. Yeah. Turns out this is great. Yeah. When they do it like Disney does it, yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, my God. Both times we've been to Fort Wilderness, we extended. That's so true. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back someday. Once was on the early side and one, like on the front end and once was on the back end. Yeah. The one was like Peace River was just a weird vibe. And we we're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, we're like, we can get in early. All right, let's go. Oh, my God. It wasn't. Man, that was a whole other story. But What's that? Peace River. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a thousand trails, so yeah. God, if you're, hmm. it actually was pretty nice in some ways. If you are not an RVer or not a full time RVer, mm-hmm. not in the thousand trails game, yeah, a thousand trails is an RV timeshare, an RV park timeshare. There are resorts all over the place. The rules for booking them are extremely complex, <laughs> like any timeshare. Yeah, it varies depending on your membership. You buy a membership, you can sell your membership. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. We have the camping pass, which is not really a membership. It's like it's not something we own. It's just mm-hmm. can't sell it. We just pay for two years at a time for like our membership, and we can go to the same places, but we can't book the same amount of time or the same amount of time in advance. It's a whole thing. So if you're gonna do Florida in the winter, a lot of people, a lot of families, especially, do the thousand trails shuffle, and they're going. From one thousand trails to the other, if you have the right membership, you can do that. You can do like two or three weeks or one, go straight to the other one. Mm-hmm. We have like you can do two weeks in, seven days out. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing, yeah. and um, there's only so many of them that are actually like worth going to, and you're fighting everyone for spots. And Peace River was especially weird. It was weird. It's beautiful. Like it has the potential to be such a nice place. Mm-hmm. Because the the land like it's right on the river and it's a very pretty river, which you could theoretically paddle, although it was very low. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I tried to, I tried to paddleboard it and it was not working very well. I ended up walking most of the time alongside my paddleboard, but, <laughs> uh, I had to take my fin off. Like it was, it was really shallow. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it was still like nice to be in the river. Um, you know, if you don't mind gators. <laughs> Did you, you didn't run into I didn't run into Like they, they were definitely around, but I didn't see them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, it's this really pretty place. It's like, when you think of like what could be pretty in central Florida, it looks like that. Like it's, you know almost forested with the river it's it's pretty mm-hmm. yeah very much so uh, and like so that was one of the big ones and you get there and it's like there's full hookup sites and there's water and electric sites and they have a weird lottery system for the full hookup sites so everyone first parks in a water and electric site and then at like two o'clock they announce who got in the lottery. You have yeah. to go up to the front building. To, I'm not making this enter. shit up. You have to enter. You have to enter the lottery and mm-hmm. you have to go up to the front and see if you win. And then you have like a, a certain amount of time to go pick your full hookup site uh-huh. and move. Yep. And what this amounts to is there are rigs driving around this campground nonstop. And way too fast. And way too fast because they're trying to fight each other for these sites. Yep. And it's non-stop so like and also there's like kids on bikes because there's kids everywhere yeah it's like a weird thing like i don't understand it but like every day at like one o'clock or whatever (laughs) all the rigs are playing musical chairs again yeah and it's a dumb like i was like f that nonsense we are getting a water and electric site and i'm not moving yeah we were like (laughs) they have a honey wagon yeah. It was fine. It was totally fine. We were supposed to be there for two weeks. And, like, the river is nice. There's not a lot around there other than, like, There's that. Yeah. But, like, we're like, okay, well, we're going to, like, make friends and stuff. Because it's the, you know, we're. Yeah. And we had some cool neighbors. Yeah, but, like, totally. we also had a spot. At, and, like, our first neighbors were fine. And then we had some other ones. And, like, our oldest actually did make a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't bad mm-hmm. but it was chaotic yeah and two different times we had people pull in the site across from us in the middle of the night yeah and like set up yeah also the power went out once or twice and people were running their generators all night yeah it was just weird i'm like i'm forgetting some things um <laughs> there was and it was like i don't know it was a it's you know, it was pretty. You were parked right on the grass, but it was almost like rally. The, the, they were bigger than rally parking, but it well, felt those, like that. The water and electric sites were bigger, yeah, which like, is part of why yeah. I wanted to stay there. But yeah, it was like very open. Like It was mm-hmm. a very open lawn, and there's just rigs everywhere. Mm-hmm. At one point, a family parked on one side of us, and their other their friends parked on the other side of us. And they kept running through our site, which yeah. is fine or whatever. They wanted to play with our littlest, which that's great. Yeah. Um, but then they kept coming over and wanting to use her toys when yeah. she wasn't available. They didn't really want to play with her as much as they wanted to play with her stuff, which is such a thing for kids that they age. They were little. It's yeah, fine. Such a thing. But the part that bothered me was they took her stuff. Yeah. After I said no. Yeah. They took her stuff. Yeah. And I had to like run out there and like chase down a little kid and be like, you can't have that. Uh, we don't even know you. Yeah. Like, I'm not possessive, but, like, if she's out there and wants to share, fine. But, like, yeah, she's not there. You can't just run off with her toys. <laughs> and it was one of those things, too, where, like, at one point I look out and there's, like, a one-year-old, like, in our site playing with stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I don't want to be responsible like, I'm not, for that. I'm my not kid, babysitting right now. My kids are older. Like yeah. they, I let them play outside in our site by themselves because they're older. Mm-hmm. Then it was like apparently, man, this is a long tangent about mm, it's okay. Florida in the winter. It's overwhelming. Full time families. Yeah. They there was a whole thing that they, apparently the week before we got there, there had been some families there that had caused some. The kids had gotten into some trouble. Uh huh. We don't know the extent of it. A lot of it was rumors. There was rumors that it was like pooping in the shower, that kind of backing up the toilets on purpose, like that kind of stuff. Plus, like, apparently some kids just, like, being very young kids being left with their older siblings, like, unattended, like, in the pool and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. All I know is we get there, and they're like, don't let your kids out of your sight. You cannot go any, the kids can't go anywhere without you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which is a little weird for a campground. Especially... Especially a thousand trails. A thousand trails where yeah. it's like a lot of families and the kids tend to roam around together. And normally mm-hmm. I don't think it's an issue. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really strange. I had to like accompany the littlest to the playground mm-hmm. every time, which is fine. A lot of times I do, especially like then when she was that age, but like it wasn't that far away and like yeah. she's fine. Like, yeah, I don't worry about kids being at the playground there. They're surrounded by other kids. Like they're our friends and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it was. It was a whole thing, and like the one of the workers came the out and yelled at them off. while I was there. I was like, "Hey, I'm, he- I am here." Like, yeah, exactly. The vibes were off. The vibes were so off. So anyway, we booked it out of there. We were like, I called Fort. Well, I called Disney, and I was like, "Hey, can we add some days onto <laughs> our stay?" They're like, "Oh, you want to pay us more? Sure." And they said yes. And this was like March, like spring break time. Yeah, and it was totally fine. And they, they were like, yeah, okay, there's these days available, sure. And I was like, sweet. So, like, on a Wednesday, uh-huh. we just took off and drove over to Fort Wilderness. Yep. <laughs> and in hindsight, that was maybe a mistake because we ended up backing in in the dark, and Fort Wilderness backends are no joke with a big rig. Yeah, but <laughs> that was rough. That's true. Once we settled that in. That was overwhelming. Oh, gosh. Once we settled in, we were fine. That's another thing, though, about, like, trying and trying and trying again on a back in <sighs> it's just like it you get worse at it every time because yeah. you get impatient you get frustrated and then it's like oh my gosh yeah you have to figure out how to get recentered we had such a good site once we got it figured out well our first mm-hmm. site like, there was no way we were ever going to get into it mm-hmm. and some drunk guy was trying to tell you how to turn oh, the truck and he was wrong. No, but was... we ended up with a really good site. We, um, yeah, it was still the, tough the, to get in. The rig was angled really weird the whole time because I was eventually just like, whatever, good enough. Uh, no, I had to tell you it was good enough. You were like, no, we're going to get it. And I was like, I am hungry. Mm-hmm. I am tired. Everyone yeah, needs that's out of the truck. probably how it went down. <laughs> For an hour, I'd been telling you, this is fine. We're in the site. It's totally fine. Yeah. I feel like I'd be much better at that now, too, but anyway. It was tough, though, because there was not much room to maneuver the truck. It was narrow. It was a narrow road. It, it's, it was tough, and it was getting dark, and it, it was hard. It, it was not easy. Yeah. But, like, man, the premium sites there are supposed to be big rig friendly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that loop is actually, like, harder to get into. I really like the location of that loop. Oh, though. but it's such a good loop. Man, if you're going to Fort Wilderness, the 500 loop is where it's at. Right? You can walk. You like, walk to the boat. Mm-hmm. You can, the dog park is like right there. Not far from 
the pool. Yeah, you kind of walked to everything, biked yeah. to everything. Uh-huh. It's really nice. Exactly. And our site had a really nice, like, back of the site. It was really pretty. We got to set mm-hmm. up our gazelle and, like, set, everything. set up hammocks yep. and, like, have all our outside stuff set up nice. So it didn't really matter that we were angled weird in the site. Yeah, so true. But you thought a day. I was like, it's fine. No, eventually I was like, yeah, it's totally fine, whatever. But, yeah, that night I was not. <laughs> I was really frustrated. It was not easy. Yeah. So some of this stuff is that you can set yourself up better to not get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it's avoidable sometimes. Yeah. I don't do a good job of avoiding it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think we do a pretty good job of, like, if road life has taught us anything, it's, like, that, you know, nothing. Like, Little S was telling me this the other day. She's like, it's going to work out. No matter what, we can overcome anything together. I'm like, yeah. And she was totally sincere. It was yeah. just great. No, I was like, yeah, you're right. Actually, we can. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's uh it's easy to get in that like spiral, right? Oh my god. I can get in such a spiral of like everything is not working. Like the deck is stacked against us. Nothing. Like I just need to catch a freaking break, you know? Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're not catching a break. And it's like, man. I feel like in, yeah, there must not, be a conspiracy against it's us. It's not right? <laughs> RV life specific either. I know. I remember specifically, like, in a lot of times in January, mm. in our houses when we had houses and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So you just spent all your money on Christmas or vacation or yep. whatever, mm-hmm. and now, now the furnace is broken. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you need to replace all your HVAC. That one happened while we had company. Yep. <laughs> it's like Christmas why, and our not, yeah. furnace went out. And then like, then our, luckily like our friend who mm. like came and looked at it was like, uh, also your AC is really, really old. You should probably replace that too. Yeah. And got us a really good deal. But. Yeah, they did. It was great. But it, yeah, it wasn't like money we wanted to spend. No, not at all. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, that's just it's, how it goes. It's always something. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay. You'll get through it. I saw a thing somewhat relatedly uh, to like the not having money or whatever. Mm-hmm. We all know everything's like super freaking expensive now. And oh, yeah. I don't, how is anyone affording anything? It's unless you've gotten a huge raise, like every you have less than you had before, less room for leisure and stuff. And I saw some meme someone posted something posted on instagram and it was like how is everyone affording all these ski trips <laughs> and someone answered it's like we can't afford it we just do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> yep my my answer is passes and living by the mountain but it's mm. not exactly a ski trip as much as just ski life <laughs> being a ski bum yeah right <laughs> it's much more affordable <laughs> Uh, yep. It was like the only way we were going to ski. It's working great, though. Like, I got to yeah. say, that's like... That's the big win of the winter. One of the biggest, like... Oh, yeah, that was a great idea. Yeah. Um, Was getting that Freedom Pass at Mission Ridge. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're having a good time. But, yeah, I mean, like... 
You know, when you're dealing with the frozen consequences of your bad decisions. <laughs> the literal frozen shit. Yeah. It can be hard to see that. It can be hard to think. Ah, uh, but I love X, Y, and Z about being here. I was not loving any of it. I was like, my Airstream is in Vegas. How quickly can I get there? (laughs) I know. You're like, we're leaving. Uh, Hope you can find us. When you fly back, we won't be here. I literally thought about it. I was like, (laughs) it's not that hard. I could just go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have to find a ride back from Pashasta and otherwise like walk the nine miles back. But like, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have blamed you. I'm not going to be here anymore. Thanks for staying. Oh my God. Well, it was kind of overwhelming to think about packing everything too. And mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly. Honestly. I didn't want to pull the Airstream out of the storage spot without a spotter. That's fair, actually. Yeah. That, that was the one thing. It wasn't like concern for me. There was that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, I thought about leaving to do it by myself when you got back because I was like, I could use some alone time. Sure, yeah. Just go take a break <laughs> by like doing our chores for us. <laughs> well, you like to take a break at the grocery store sometimes. That's like true, I was actually, like, yeah, yeah, I can drive 12 hours and mm-hmm. <laughs> go get our other rig and bring mm-hmm. it up. I like driving for a long time. Sounds pretty nice right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll get sick of it again and like Mm -hmm. we're doing some silly things like like going from madison to lexington to minnesota yep like that but uh yeah the music is there i'm sorry a little overwhelming but like in a good way too yeah yeah oh i like the thought of being overwhelmed in a good way yeah i mean like that's true too yeah like with uh, beauty or the tetons are overwhelming like that totally like it just, mm. you can't think Alaska about Alaska was overwhelming like that. Oh, yeah. Everywhere you look. Yeah. It, it's just like when, and I know I talk about this all the time, and I'm sorry, people, but like when you're driving Highway 1 <laughs> and you're just <laughs> Clay is coming just like around the bend. The PCH is over and is over it? again. Yeah, it's true. Just over and over again. And wow. Like, like literally can't stop myself from exclaiming, Oh my god! Look at that! Yeah, a lot of driving in Baja is like this. that too. Oh yeah, totally, and also overwhelming yes. <laughs> in difficult ways too. <laughs> Alaska was like that too in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like it was just like, whoa, look at that! Oh wow! It was so great. Uh, we're so lucky. We are so lucky. We get to do this. So lucky we get to talk to people about it, and they actually want to listen. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I like it. Yeah. If our listeners want to tell us about what overwhelms them and also why it's amazing, how can they do that? You can send us a note, lettersfromtheroadpod at gmail.com. You can find our substack, lettersfromtheroadpod.com. Leave comments there if you like. You can also leave us a review on the podcast wherever you get it. And really appreciate a, a five-star rating and a review. Give us those reviews, people, and tell your friends. And you can uh, find us on the socials at Letters from the Road Pod. Yeah, maybe we'll post there again. I'm sorry. I got a little overwhelmed. <laughs> you can also become a pen pal, as we mentioned at the top of yeah, the show. Yeah, you can find that and on the join our Discord, mm-hmm. uh, where we will enjoy chatting with you and the rest of our pen pals. All right. Until next time, friends. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.